Welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Real glad that you could join us for another segment. We're going to be speaking with Dr. Clive Ward-Abel. He's joining us as Medical and Scientific Affairs Consultant of Neon Mind Biosciences to talk about exploring psilocybin as an alternative approach to weight loss and appetite suppression. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Ward-Abel. Thank you. Well, thanks, Neil. It's, uh, it's great to be here, and uh, I'm looking forward to our conversation because this is a really interesting and fascinating area. I have no doubt. First of all, give us a little bit of your professional background. Tell us what it is that you do and, and talk a little bit about being medical and scientific affairs consultant there at Neon Mind. Okay, thank you. Um, I, as you can hear, I'm, I'm not from North America. I'm originally from South Africa. Um, I studied pharmacy and I worked as a pharmacist for a couple of years before deciding that there may, there may be a, a doctor in me. I went back to university and um, I did my medical degree in South Africa, um, worked there for a while, came across to, to Canada, um, still working in clinically. But before I'd actually done medicine, I'd worked for a pharmaceutical industry within in South Africa. So I had that part of the experience with with pharmacy. And then um, when we, after being in Canada for a while, I decided to go back into the pharmaceutical industry where I spent most of my career, so probably about 30 years within that. And um, at a time when the whole sort of medical function within the pharmaceutical industry was, was becoming much more important uh, because of the fact that, you know, we had to be, uh, the pharmaceutical industry had to have a very good medical and scientific background um, to, to all of their products. Um, so I've been involved with medical affairs most of my time. I have been in, in R&D for a little while, but most of it's been in medical affairs. And what that encompasses is, um, you know, bringing a, a drug to market and ensuring that it gets um, introduced correctly. So that means education, uh, introducing it to the to the healthcare professionals, um, making sure that people have um, access to any medical information uh, that they require. Any of the healthcare professionals that all fits under my would under my jurisdiction in most of the pharmaceutical industry that I was um, involved in. So I was at the executive level at um, in for probably chief. Uh, at least half, no, more than that, 20 years of my 30 years within the pharmaceutical mm-hmm. industry. So uh, subsequently, I'm now a consultant, um, and I've been helping out with small, smaller startup companies in, in getting their products um, up and running. Well, let's talk a bit about Neon Mind Biosciences. What's a little bit of their history, and what led you to become a medical and scientific affairs consultant for Neon Mind? So Neon Mind... Um, initially started up very much involved with plant sciences and they've also got another group that deals with functional mushrooms which is uh, actually they use it for coffees and functional mushroom coffee uh, and but this is their first foray into a sort of pharmaceutical uh, if we want to call it that um, with uh, with psychedelics and you know it was just to me when I when I heard about it I was I was intrigued as, as I think most people would be well, how could a psychedelic help in treating obesity? And it was just, um, it was fortuitous or coincidental 
Um, I had been I just finished reading the book by Michael Pollan called um, How to Change Your Mind, which is the, the sort of the history of psychedelics and the resurgence in the research into them. And I got called by a ex-colleague who said somebody is looking for a medical person uh, to develop a psychedelic for obesity. And I thought, well, that sounds absolutely fascinating. Um, and uh, that's how I got involved. So we, you know, we were very. Now, mind is still a very small company, but it's it's getting going, and we're going to get, um, as I say, developing the use of psilocybin. Specifically, psilocybin is the active ingredient in magic mushrooms, mm-hmm. um, and how that can be used for the treatment of obesity. What types of research has Neon Mind found on psychedelics that can enable them to treat obesity? Okay, well, maybe before we go to what their research is, maybe we should start thinking about why would a psychedelic help in treating obesity. Okay. So there are a couple of, couple of things to think about. Um, first of all, um, changing behavior is extremely difficult. And I, I will come back to this a, a little bit later too. Um, and when we know with weight management, one of the things, it's, it's relatively easy to lose weight. A difficult thing is keeping it off. And that's because patients, patients I was calling patients, or people have relapses back to their original behaviors that got them to be obese in the first place. And often they, you know, they will be, we call it yo-yo dieting. They go and diet, do well, and then go back again and actually gain more weight than they had originally. And this is all to do with behavior. Okay, so let's just leave that where that is. And I'm not talking about everybody, but there's a large percentage of, of obese patients where there are psychological factors are very, very similar to other psychological diseases, diseases or disorders such as depression. And there's a lot of overlapping factors with obesity and, and depression. Um, we're looking at other psychedelics within the treatment for PTSD, for instance, as well. So there's something happening in the brain that we can try and um, change so that their behaviors will change in the long term. There's also, there's been some really tantalizing evidence from other studies um, where the use of, of a psychedelic, and particularly psilocybin, um, where despite the fact that these studies were not meant to, to measure this, but um, on subsequent surveying of patients who've been in there, they've had improvements in their diet, improvements in their exercise, even though this was not necessarily part of what the original intent was. Um, so there was a lot of tantalizing evidence of why that should be. They have done a preclinical study. Um, of course, this will be in rat. So before I go into that study, a little bit about the mechanism of action. So the way psilocybin works, it's a, it's a serotonin agonist or a 5-HT2A receptor antagonist. And that's, if you agonize that in sufficient doses, that's when you get the psychedelic experience. And I can go into that a little bit later, What, how that helps in the whole psychotherapy part. But there's a second part, too, that psilocybin actually also affects the 5-HT2C serotonin receptors. And those are very much linked to satiety or appetite. So they increase satiety, decrease appetite. So they did a preclinical studies in rats where they gave them a highly palatable, high-calorie diet, 
and they treated them with either placebo or with psilocybin at their dosage that would be equivalent to the high dose for the 5-HT2A agonism part, as well as a lower dose with, um, that, that would affect the 2C receptor. And they found that in, those, in the rats that were treated with psilocybin, there was a remarkable decrease or a less, let's put it this way, a less increase in weight gain. They did gain weight, but they were at a highly palatable, high-calorie diet, whereas the placebos ones um, gained weight dramatically. So that was a very strong or, you know, um, good evidence for us that hopefully this will be the same in, in humans, and that's why they're now looking at to, to, to do to develop two tracks down, the one with the 5-HT2A agonism, so the psychedelic experience, which I'll tell you a little bit more about later, or the 2C, which will be low-dose, non-psychedelic dose, so people will not be having psychedelic events, but where they will take it um, every day or probably four, five times a week mm-hmm. um, to decrease the satiety or the appetite. Now, I understand that uh, stimulants had been uh, largely used in appetite suppression, much to the uh, detriment of some patients, the benefit of others. When we're talking about psychedelics, we are talking mental. You mentioned having to do with behavior. Is there a physical aspect to the suppression of, of the appetite, or is it, is it like hypnosis with the use of psychedelics? Yeah, it's a completely different mechanism of action to the stimulants, as you rightly mentioned. Okay. Um, so it's very different in the mechanism of action. So maybe I should tell you a little bit about how the psilocybin work within what we call a drug-enhanced psychotherapy. So psilocybin, we're not suggesting that you just use this on your own and have a psychedelic experience because it will probably not work. Um, it will be, always be done in a very controlled environment with very clear intentions that you are wanting to get out of the psychotherapy. So this is another uh, bit of evidence of that why we think this could work because obesity currently is also being treated with psychotherapy such as cognitive behavioral therapy or just behavioral therapy or just cognitive therapies. They, they are being treated with that and it, they do work. Um, what we expecting though with when you use psilocybin with that and have this psychedelic experience, it allows for, um, for the uncovering of certain factors that might have been suppressed in these patients that are leading to a negative behavior. So that part, if we can just deal with it with a psychotherapy, but there's a very interesting component of, um, of psychedelics and with psilocybin that's actually been shown both in animals and in humans that they can lead to an increase in neuroplasticity, specifically in the prefrontal cortex. And that's where we feel, or we surmise, that, that that is how behavioral change takes place and it becomes more permanent. Because when you actually increase in connections between neurons in your brain and you're having this with the intention of what you're trying to do, we, we surmise that this will be, as I say, a much longer lasting effect and hopefully permanent change, behavioral change. Tell us why should healthcare professionals be paying attention to Neon Mind right now and then give us a website where we can learn more, if you would. Um, okay. So 
Yes, and the our mind is looking at, at a couple of things. So one of them is, as we've just been talking about, the use of psychedelics and obesity. The other one is, is looking at clinics where we will be able to introduce and provide the therapies necessary, such as other, uh, other psychedelics, such as um, um, ketamine, such as MDMA or ecstasy, or even using LSD, depending on, because there's so much study going on in those areas right now with, with really, really impressive results. So how to administer that, as, as I've mentioned, has to be in a very controlled environment. And your mind is looking at that from a clinic, clinical business perspective of trying to put up these clinics there where they'll be able to administer these um, therapies. Then there's the obesity factor. Then at last is the, the functional mushrooms um, and, the, and that aspect of it in the plant sciences. Give us a website where we can learn much more about Neon Mind Biosciences. Uh, the web address is neonmindbiosciences.com. Well, I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio. Yeah, thanks very much. All right. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Clive Ward-Abel, medical and scientific affairs consultant of Neon Mind Biosciences. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.